We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seems KP and Luca have been to Cavenders recently because those boys own some spurs. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. Uh, with me, as always, is my bro host, uh, my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Tomas. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Does Cavenders still exist? I don't know. I was just like, what's a boot store that I know? <laughs> and I'm assuming they would have Spurs there. I am clearly a city slicker. Uh, <laughs> but our resident boot expert uh, of Twitter uh, joins us as well. Uh, at You can find him at Squish41. Mr. Redacted, how are you today? I'm just doing the boot scoot boogie <laughs> way down under on the Chattahoochee. Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw. Uh, My boots are made out of 100% pure San Antonio spur meat. <laughs> that's really dark. Because that's yeah. a surprise for beating them three times. You got, you got the, the Ed Gein special using human flesh on these boots. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, this, it's spur meat. It's made out of metal. It's not as comfortable. It's, you're going to a weird place with this. I was talking about. Sorry, I came up just spur of the moment. So, <laughs> Have um, you ever peeled a spur? <laughs> Oh God! All of this is just the worst. Ah, it's oh, a metal man. peel. This is just not fleshed out ideas, but they're all gross. Fleshed out. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm still getting over Halloween. My bad. Yeah, yeah, we're. It's been a while, spooky, folks. It's been two weeks since Halloween, though. <laughs> like, I can't let go. <laughs> uh, speaking of not being able to let go, let's go ahead and get into our ad reads. So new sponsor, well, I guess not new at this point, but um, Symbol is a stock market of sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Uh, use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in, their team, invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create your free account, and, we, and you, when you deposit, make sure to use a promo code SD uh, to make your deposit risk-free. Okay, and then our second ad read is from uh, Spotify Greenroom. Spotify Greenroom is a live on- audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Again, the conversations that you listen you listen to on here every day. Uh, my own experiences, I've been on there a couple of times. There's been some other, uh, you know, uh, podcasts that I've kind of jumped in on and kind of, you know, just uh, listened to them. It's it's actually a really cool experience. Um, so all you got to do is you got to download Spotify Green Room app on the iOS store, iOS app store, or the Android store. Um, create a profile. You can link your Twitter, and you can join like the MFL. There's the MFLs group. 
There is the Reddit Maps Twitter group, stuff like that. Um, when your when my room goes live, um, and that's it. So it's going to get to the. It's going to get back to the show. Good ad read, Ruben. Uh, so yeah, we we have uh, we've had three games since last time we talked, or actually, I guess we had four. Uh, did we talk about the Kings uh, win uh, on Halloween? Probably not. Yes, that was. Wait, did we? I don't you know, know what. Either way, yes, we did. We've... Yes, okay. we, we did because it was right after we recorded after. Yeah. Okay, so... that's right. Okay, gotcha. So then we've had four games. So we lost against the Heat. Uh, one against Actually, the Spurs. We've, we've had so, six games. Yeah. Oh, oh God, we've had a lot last of games. Talk. That's right, because yeah. we took a week off. We took yeah. we took a break. Oh, good. We're all we're all we were all so fucking busy last week. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. yep all right. Yep. Well, a little season catch up then. Um, we've got um, we lost against Miami. Uh, one against San Antonio. One on an awesome buzzer beater from Luca against the Celtics yet again. Uh, one predictably against the Pelicans. Lost. Predictably against the Bulls. Yeah, predictably, <laughs> I'd say so. And then we won a, again against the Spurs. So uh, we own ourselves a pair of Spurs in that little uh, uh, streak window. of games yeah. there. Yeah, that little window there. Uh, I I really can't make heads or tails of whether or not we're good. What do you guys think? Well, I'll say we're about to find out because uh, between now and about December 1st, uh, things get a little bloody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so got get, yeah. Denver. Mm-hmm. At Phoenix, at Phoenix again. I hate those fucking. At the Clippers, yeah. at the at Clippers, Clippers again. again. <laughs> Versus Washington. Okay. Cleveland, who's actually solid. Then we yeah, get a little bridge and play New Orleans two games in a row in a home and home situation. Yep. Yeah, that that, that yeah. is definitely like the schedule makers going like, oh, we need to get. Then them. it goes <laughs> Memphis, Brooklyn, Memphis. Yep. It's gonna be yeah. Oh, we get, it, it, we get the, the first uh, our first taste of opponent Car- Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle revenge game. He's gonna coach the shit out of that game. By the way, <laughs> he's got he's got that shit cool, dude. Oh, I guarantee you, he the does. Day, the day he took that job, he was like, "Yeah, bro. Next time I see the Mavericks, like it's <laughs> it's gonna. Be, I'm I'm throwing out fucking <laughs> five guard lineups, bro. Just in his little <laughs> warlock lair, playing a piano with lightning uh, crackling dude. in the background. This is the day Jason Kidd dies. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so like looking looking at the or team, Miles Turner's gonna be doing full court presses the whole game. So, yeah, bro, Why is Miles Turner full court <laughs> pressing Luca? Well, yeah, dude, it's gonna be fucking terrible. Uh, but I mean, like looking at the games that we've played. Like we've won against the teams that we should have won against, and lost against teams that we should have lost against. Is that I don't know, man. Like, like that's pretty predictable. Like the Bulls game was competitive for the most part until mm-hmm. it wasn't, mm-hmm. and then I was okay. At, at a certain point, I was okay. Oh, the Mavs can go toe toe with the Bulls, and then the Bulls were just like, nah, bro. Like Alex Caruso became God. You know, <laughs> he became Michael Jordan. He's, he so is remarkably like I, it's just I. If that dude just didn't look like a janitor or like just some guy you've met in accounting, I think people would have take would take him a lot more seriously than just the people that have him on his current team. Because like that dude, he's he's just got like he's got great court vision. Like the dude passes super well. He's remarkably athletic. Like I just think you know that it's it's so clear because he's just. I'm glad that he has endorsed the full Andre Agassi. Just shaved the entire head. I've been, you know, I was tired of looking at that Ginobili bald spot of his for so long. 
Um, and uh, it's I think since then, since he's shaved his head, he has just become that next level of Caruso. Next level Caruso. Yeah, God. yeah. clean. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Clean Caruso. Mr. Akin to Hoodie Mello. And like and like I talked to I, I think I tweeted about it, but I was like, look at the Bulls team. I was like, there's like five or six guys on that team that I wanted really bad for the Mavs. You right. know, like like obviously like Vucevic and uh DeRozan, Caruso was, Caruso was one where I, originally it was just because of a meme thing. I was like, oh that'd be hilarious, huh? Like get the bald, you know, balding, like even though he's like 25 guy, you know, like Right. Great, but no, but end up end up being like no, he's actually really good. You know, right. Lonzo was another guy. You know, uh, Derek Jones Jr. was another dude. And I was like, they have all the guys that I want. You know, and you can see like, and it's so weird because like everybody was like, oh, like these guys aren't gonna be able to like play together, blah blah blah. And it turns out actually, they can play together. You know, it's actually kind of remarkable. It's a cool little blueprint of just seeing how a team can work as far as just like pretty like pretty good lengthy guards being the primarily primary like build of your team um yeah because like none of those guys are short like none of those guys are undersized like they're all pretty much like six six and up like like i I may be getting some of that wrong but like i know none of those are you you don't have a guard like a dollison type that's like kind of like a scrappy you know five eleven six six one type you know what i mean like that's not really what they have on that team they have everybody's pretty freaking tall but it's all but it's a lot of just talented guards that pass well and are and what i am really impressed by is their open their wide open shooting uh has been remarkable but also yeah their ball movement's just really fun to watch and it's just uh i always thought levine was a black hole kind of player uh like when he gets the ball he just it's like it immediately stops and that has just not been the case this year yeah um, no. he's, he's really going that next level which is really cool to see you know it's because it's because he has guys around him you know mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, um, and again, like just like one of those blueprints where it's like, hey, man, like you have a really good player. Like, let's put other good players around him. You know, like yeah, it's weird how acquiring talent makes your basketball team better. Yeah, isn't that crazy, man? Like, anyway, it, almost like, like you have to spend money on talent to yeah get I mean, talent. It's weird. Yeah, Cuban, if you're listening, you know, uh, maybe you we should stop investing a lot of but like maybe some money but like maybe we should start diversifying our portfolios than from people that have recently had achilles injuries maybe. yeah that might be that might just be good thought. i don't know just i maybe. know i know i'm throwing it out I know, there. we 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 did pay pal before he got hurt though that is true you know um the, the west matthews deal looks it made that hard. seem like you said paypal like we like we paypal He's got an app called PayPal. <laughs> he gets a little personalized. Pal gets a little personalized message from Cube is every paycheck. <laughs> You're doing such a good job. Thank you for being on this team. You know, just, <laughs> you're doing oh, so good. God. I thought uh, you were saying that to Squish. That was a good joke, Squish. Oh, thanks. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's good to be supported, you know. So eh, you know. I called for uncomfortable uh Metal skin based boot jokes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Mark Cuban's yeah. favorite character in Star Wars is Emperor Palpatine. The, the His favorite Black Eyed Peas song is Boom Boom Powell. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. it took me a second. I was like, wait, hold the fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. You know what anyway, his second like, favorite song is? What is it? I've got the power. I hate it. <laughs> 
His favorite like, thrash metal band is Powell Trip. <laughs> his favorite <laughs> show, or his kid's favorite show, is the Mighty Morphin Powell Rangers. Powell Rangers. Uh. But yeah, man, like it's weird though. It's weird like, that he's paid all that money though to to have Powell deep faked under all the Power Rangers faces. Fucking God. go go Powell Rangers. Go, go Powell Rangers. But I mean, like it, it's so weird looking at looking at this team. Like the wins oh, have been man. the wins. I think. The wins before the Celtics win was mm-hmm. like were like just slogs. This felt dirty, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and now now it's like the Celtics win great. Like I felt fucking energized afterwards. I was actually that night was when I was getting affected by the COVID, you know, vaccine, whatever. Like mm-hmm. uh, that was fun, you know. But that like I literally like shot. yeah, and I took a bunch of medicine. I felt like amazing. You, you doubled down. I did. That was I your don't immune system was that. not happy with you. Yeah, and I just was like, fuck you. Um, I mean, like the Pelicans game, good win. I mean, Maverick I got, again, Bulls game know. was whatever. So, um, I was, the some when it comes to our losses, there's not a whole. We don't have really a close loss this season. Like, you know, we have. I mean, the Chicago, the, the Bulls were basically like the one loss that was like it, you know within ten points. Most of these have been like pretty much blowouts. Like, you know, lost by fifteen to Miami. Uh, lost by, oh, you're you right. know, thirty or uh, yeah, um, I can't twenty right twenty six of the Hawks. Yeah, like the yeah. the Nuggets blowout too was just you know, well, I don't I, know if it's them just not getting up to go or just not I ready. This, um, I said this on Twitter. I think it was after the Bulls game, and I said mm. that our losses had been more telling this season than the wins. But mm. I think it kind of ties into what Rube said earlier, which was like we beat teams we're supposed to beat, but lost to teams that we were supposed to lose to, which is a weird thing right. to say about a team that was seven and three at one point. But I think the truth to that is like, you know, we beat the sh- the teams we should have beat, but just barely. Like the wins felt gross. Like it was just like. That should not have been that hard. And then unsurprisingly getting stomped by, you know, quote unquote, good teams like Atlanta beat the shit out of us. And they since kind of struggle bust a little bit themselves. But like that'll change. Uh, Denver stomped mm. us. Miami mm. stomped us. Chicago only beat us by 10. But honestly, like, uh, I know you'd mentioned we were competing. Like even though, like even on the runs we were having, I, I still felt like the Bulls were in control of that game 100 mm. percent of the time. I was like, these runs are fine, but they're going to pull away. They're, just, they're better. You can just tell that they are better at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. And then they did. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping the the Spurs game on Friday was a turning point because that's the most in rhythm we've seen Luca and KP together in a long time, maybe ever. Um, right, yeah. The stuff they were doing. And KP and Luca, uh, their defensive chemistry, honestly, was really cool to see it wasn't just the offense but they those two in particular like there was a really really clean play kp and i forget who it was ends up on a guard the guard um you know try to cross him over and kp instead of awkwardly like trying to rotate his hips just went ahead and leaned into his initial movement and just turned all the way to his left and started running toward the rim and then luca ran up at the guard and picked him up and kp just switched it was so fucking clean and we got the stop it was during the middle of some crazy run we were having but like that's encouraging and i think kp's starting to hit a rhythm and i think luca's maybe starting to hit a rhythm what i really need luca to hit is some free throws <laughs> that would be nice i mean 
that's yeah. like it's just every year it seems like that's like the big one of the big cruxes of his game and it's so it can just they need don out there dude just to have him just shoot don passes rip hamilton routine to not, Luka. not yeah it. yeah I, I need to show him the uh the magic uh spin the ball towards you and dribble it to your right to remind you to bend your knees and it'll probably be yeah that's um, it. Game over. That, that's it that's that's it that's the like I thought, thought that was the coolest thing ever was that a, a professional player needed to remind himself to bend his knees on his free throws. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my advice, Luca. Call me. Um, <laughs> Luca hey listen. guys, guess what? What? Sim- <laughs> You're right. That's a good, that's a good joke, Squish. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's good to be supporting you. Uh, yeah, 12. absolutely. Yeah. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for profit. Use promo code SD, like San Diego, to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Also, Spotify Greenroom. You know what it is, but you know what? You should go check it out. It's live audio only, sports talk platform, free to download and to use. Talk to me, talk to Squish, talk to Ruben, talk to more than likely uh, Kirk. Uh, he's on there all the time. He does like the, the post-game uh, therapy sessions, which I find is very, very helpful, um, especially after uh, a blowout loss. Uh, they're perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and advertising other podcasts. Uh, share your own experiences on the app. Go download Spotify Green Room. It is free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MFFL group is a great one to start off with. Spotify Green Room. Go talk at your podcast. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think that's the tagline, but that's it's fine. pretty much what it is. Uh, I think I'm ready for questions. How about you guys? Uh, yeah, I do want to say, however, uh, it was really cool seeing uh, the fact that the legend, like the Mavs sent uh, Josh Green and Moses Brown to Legends yesterday. Um, both guys had really good games. I watched a little bit at my parents' house. Um, our brother was like, oh. guys on the floor. Yeah, I enjoyed the Moses immediately just bullying everything in his yeah. path. My brother literally watched Moses and was like, why is this guy not fucking playing on the Mavs? <laughs> ex- I was like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> but um, Yeah, it was cool seeing that. Uh, yeah, it's going to get into questions, though. Um, let us see. Okay. First question comes from uh, John. Dr. Uh, Mumar Johnson uh, asks, uh, if you had the opportunity to trade Brunson for a budding star or a lower tier star, would you do it? And who would be the, who would be the players you'd pull the trigger on? I guess it's just who do you think is a budding star that's going to be a significant upgrade over in Brunson? Yeah, and if, then also, yeah, who's budding but also on Brunson's level? Like, uh, it's 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 interesting, but I can't think of anyone because Brunson's yeah. kind of a budding. He's star, not star, but budding weapon for sure. Yes, budding weapon is probably a better way of saying that because, like, and I think yeah, he's not star status. No, and but he I mean, is like, very good. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, and that's really been the hard part, it's just his, you know, remaining consistently as good as he's been. 
Um, he accomplishes what we need, which is a secondary ball handler, a secondary person to like give Luca his, you know, seven to eight minutes of rest and have a guy that can take control of an offense, you know, and like I think his little stutter step and then a, you know, uh, his little fadeaway mid range jumper is one of my favorite. He usually does it on the baseline. His baseline jumper's fucking sweet. God, I love that shot for, for Brunson. Um, and he, I don't know. I don't know who we would get. I mean, like, I'm thinking of like, who's someone that's maybe been underperforming that we could possibly get. And I mean, are we thinking like Sexton, who has been basically replaced by Garland at this point in the lineup for the Cavaliers? Are we thinking like De'Aaron Fox? That is, I mean, like, he's still, I mean, like the money doesn't make any sense. And they clearly invested like superstar money in him. Like their guy too. Exactly. Like, and he hasn't been performing as well compared to like, so I'm thinking of like, all right, who are some bad teams that have like good players that are underperforming? That's kind of what I was looking at too. Yeah. And it's was, like, I can't think of anyone in particular, right. But like, if you're moving Bronson right. for something, I, I think you right. need a, someone that fits like, like taking a notch out of the bulls playbook, which is big guards that can create and score and defend. That would be right. the only way that's an upgrade in my mind. It's like, well, we got, size and someone that does all the things that Brunson can do in a way. I don't know. Right. I mean, like, like I'd love Lonzo ball, mm-hmm. but yeah, not, I mean, like they just, yeah. they just got him and he's doing well. For right. Them. Like, I mean, but like, in a hypothetical world and you could, right. Wow. The Hawks are four and nine. Yeah. Nine. Dude, they got, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, they, they beat they the cratered. shit out of us. Yeah. And then it's just like, uh, and like yeah, to they, the point where they're <laughs> apparently Hawks were just like trade needs help. And I'm like, Oh, piss off. Give a look right. at that roster and see what happens. It's like, you know, I'm looking at players. I'm like, oh, like maybe like Pascal Siakam would be an interesting pick. Siakam you know, they have a really hard, you know. He came or back like, and had a good game last night. Yeah. So I'm saying De'Aaron Fox, you know, obviously would be like kind of looking at guards. It's just like. Yeah. And you know. I don't think anyone's like trading for Brunson to do that. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it would likely be. So, okay. So it's probably wouldn't be a guard since he, it's rare that you see a guard for a guard, right? Yeah. It's normally like who's who's kind of heavy in one direction and could use some guard help. I mean, like that's interesting that you'd say Siakam because like they could probably use some backcourt depth in Toronto and like, okay. Could you flip Brunson for OG on a Oh, I mean, I I love OG. I wouldn't, (laughs) I would not do that if I was, if I was the uh, Raptors, but, um, I think if if okay, Jalen so, so, says it, it as best, then yes. So think about this. So OG's numbers this season so far have been without Siakam, who's supposed to be their best player, right? Mm-hmm. What are Brunson's numbers like if like Luca weren't playing for a little while? You know right. what I mean? I think I think that's fair. That's a fair crack at a trade. I think I think the other thing though is just like OG Ananobi's like this app he's he's exactly what you want in every basketball player. You know, he's like the the perfect build, he's the perfect athleticism, he just gets to places correct like does a little bit of everything. Also, Scotty Barnes well defends. Right. Scotty Barnes is he's they absolutely picked the right pick there. That kid is crazy, dude. Making you look real good in fantasy basketball. He sure is. Both him and Evan Mobley wound up on my team, and I'm very thankful for that. You grabbed them both. Yeah, uh, off the the wire, right? Yeah, that was first first season wire. 
I, I'm actually I'm actually trying this year. <laughs> it's nice. It's fun. To, for some context, uh, Don historically would pick some kind of crazy theme to draft his teams by, and the first year he drafted by uh, players Hair, that haircut. had the craziest haircuts. Yes, which <laughs> ended poorly. Alfred Payton had on team. Uh, he was drafting Alfred by. Was absolutely uh, on that team. Wasn't there a year where you drafted by uh, like most syllables in their name? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so like, I, got, I, like, think, I think I lucked out with Anna DeCumpo, but then like, then I then like then I was just like, uh, oh, Michaelic, you know? <laughs> God, Jesus. Oh, that's such a good question, though. That's like, like it's a, I feel good. like we we have an entire segment over that actually. Um. As we get closer to tread deadline, I, I hypotheticals be, are fun. Yeah, yeah. that might be a good one to go back to, like maybe in January. I like. Do you think there's anyone off like the out of these three teams that we could poach that would be like like Pistons, Celtics, or Bucks? Because I think if there's any places where they could use some guard help, you know, like I don't know, I don't know. Maybe maybe if, I'm just being hopeful. If it were here. the Celtics, I I want Marcus Smart, <laughs> like. You know, like, but I don't I want him like, for Jalen Brunson. Yeah, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, is that like, yeah. yeah, like I like Marcus Smart as an idea. I don't like him and and sacrifice of Brunson. Yeah, I that's think what I'm saying. Yeah, he like I, I, all, like it, Brunson is like it, he's a shorter, less defensive, but better offensive Marcus Smart. You yeah. nailed it. Like, yeah. my thoughts on Marcus is that the idea of Marcus Smart, in my opinion, and someone may kill me for this. But like the idea of Marcus Smart and his reputation, I think is better than Marcus Smart, the basketball player. Yes. So, I, so I don't think you give up Brunson for that. So everyone listening, if you disagree with that, get out on his ass on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's what the hounds on me. What is this? <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. Next question comes from a uh, Dalton Richard, who actually changed his name to wwww legends because i guess they're like they haven't lost a game yet actually which is interesting i think like the legends are like the best like jiggy league team in the in the league right now which is great um kind of like the def- best summer league team yeah you know? we got a, we got a neat tell you man bring up carlic jones please jesus anyway um let's see he asks i don't remember who said it earlier this week but the the mfl tournament needs to be a thing Make like a whole ass event and shit. Get the basketball stuff going. Get some booths and stuff. Maybe some stands with different pods. Make it a whole thing. Your guys' thoughts. Um, Be cool. So, I'd love to do like commentary or something. Yeah. So this actually was an idea that was brought to me in like 2019. Um, it was like in the summer 2019, and I was like, "Well, it's already kind of too late because this would be something that would have to happen in the off season, right?" And just like trying to organize all that stuff would be insane. And um. I actually so last year in 2020, um, literally it was March, March 2020. Um, I was going up to I think it was Plano to go like look at some places and ask around like how much would it cost to like rent out a place for like two for like a Saturday and Sunday and stuff like that. Um, I was gonna go and literally that Friday, like two of the places called and like, hey, like we're not accepting any uh anything for the summer because of the whole COVID thing, and I was like, oh. Okay, great. So that completely shelved it all for last year. Um, this year, like, I just totally forgot about obviously, like, having a kid and stuff like that. I just was not on my radar to do anything kind of fun. And also, because COVID was, it was still like, even though like the numbers are going down, it just made more sense not to even risk it because not everybody who needed it, you have gotten the vaccine yet. So, um, but I think 
I think it was Tyler Adams who actually asked me about it. Um, and I'm totally down to do it for next year, for next summer. I I would like to do it um, the like after the finals are done, just because I like to watch all the basketball games whenever they're on, all the NBA games. So I would just want to wait until uh, the finals are over. Um, I think it'd be cool, just kind of like I know, like I know we were talking about like getting some getting some people to do photography for us, you know, just like making a whole thing. Like um, there would be like a money prize at the end, you know, for the top three teams or whatever. Um, I think it was going to be something like I was thinking like three on three tournament with the fourth with the fourth man off the bench and stuff like that. So teams have have to have at least three people, four people, um, like up to twenty one or some shit like that. I don't know. We had again like just I, I'm actually going to spend a a little bit of time next week to kind of like do some research on it and kind of see like if something like this has happened before, like through Twitter or like through like Reddit, you know. Um, so. It's a cool idea. Uh, if you guys have any like uh, suggestions for places to have it in the DFW, or I know some guy last was like two years ago was like, oh, like there's a gym that I know that will do it for pretty cheap and stuff like that. If you guys know anything like that, get with me or supply me a number or something like that so I can kind of call them and see what's up. Um, again, this will probably wouldn't be until like next July. So if you're interested and you're not in shape like I am, uh, you have you let's know, play for money. Yeah, you have quite a bit of time to, you know, get in shape and, you know, <laughs> get in shape and get ready for this. Start so. training now. Yes, exactly what I'm doing after my wedding. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Would you guys be down for that? Like, even if it was just like in a capacity of like not playing, but like doing commentary or like, I don't even know, dude. Like, I would love to do commentary. Even like as a That'd be fun. shit. <laughs> I, think we'd, I think we'd be a fun, like three band team. I mean, like, I don't know how good we would be, but I think it'd be yeah. fun. That would be fun. That'd be really fun. <laughs> so, good. Thank you for asking, Dalton. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Luca Donthick Landry, my friend Landry, asks, uh, "What's your most elite of elite pizza orders?" You know what I love? Elite of elite. I mean, like elite of elite. I mean, there's some local spots here in Austin that are badass. Like Eastside Pies does like those gigantic pizzas that are they have so many good, cool stuff but like my goats like i'm not lying like i love the philly cheesesteak pizza from domino's it's something that i've always <laughs> loved it's the dumbest shit and i fucking love it it's they so have big. some <laughs> stupid things that are actually really good like, they really um they like, uh, chicken the taco sweatiest. pizza yeah the what sounds horrible the chicken what? taco pizza uh. sounds horrible it's actually quite good what the fuck that sounds terrible you um, know it's good Gentrification. That's not the elite. <laughs> yeah, what what's your elite? My elite would be um so if I'm doing Dallas, uh I am a sucker for Campeses, but I get some pepperoni, jalapeno, and salami there. That's pretty good. good or if I'm going uh somewhere else like New York City, um mm-hmm. there was a place in Washington Heights. That Called should. Sabaros? I hope it's still there. Sub- <laughs> Fuck not Sabaros. <laughs> uh, Cornet Pizza um, in Washington Heights. Um, they literally it, you can you can order a slice uh, for like two dollars, but then it's like seventy five cents or something, maybe more than that for toppings. Um, if you add extra, but it's lit- like the pizza slices are massive. It's like the size of your torso, but any anything from there is quite elite. Like the, everything with top, top notch. Um, it's just a big ass. 
it, it's just good shit. Uh, like we ordered uh, for my birthday one year, like a full pizza or two from there. But, you know, if the slices are that big, naturally the pizzas are going to be equally huge. And by that, I mean, they brought the pizzas. We ordered two two full pizzas from them and they brought them to us in like four different boxes. <laughs> they didn't bring it whole. They just had four separate boxes for two pizzas. Yeah. Um, it was, like it was great when we were, cars <laughs> when, when we would and we're pretty sure it was like run by the mob or something because like anytime we ordered <laughs> if you ordered and had it delivered like inevitably like the delivery guy was just like this six five hardened like sketchy italian guy no shit. Just, just, always wearing like a just, jumpsuit there was just a cold stare always, always, has a no, always <laughs> like just leather jacket with a hoodie underneath, like just oh, okay. this like AirPods okay. in, but doesn't care about you. Kind of like very, <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very, very, very professional about delivering that pizza. Interesting. But always a man of few words and oh, eyes that said that he's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Let's... order for so and so. Okay. He's like, all right, man. Have a good night, my friend. He just walks away. <laughs> oh, I'm just God. like, that guy. You didn't hear that... anything. Yeah. You never saw me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Let's Enjoy see. your pie. <laughs> Let's see for me. Uh, so I can't, I can't quit thinking about the place that my fiance made me go to. We went to New York city. Um, no, it was literally, literally it's called 99 cent pizza. And it's like, New over York? There, yeah. Over there by Broadway. Like those are everywhere. Well, I don't know. I was like, well, I just I was like, well, she's wanted to take me there. So I was like, okay, cool. So it's like this little hold the spot. And I was like, okay, this is actually and it's literally 99 cent pizza. And I was like, 99 yeah. cent pizza. The dollar the dollar slice. Yeah, the the got, primary demographic yeah. is drunks. Yeah. It was great. I wasn't drunk though. I was actually very sober at three in that. Drunks morning. or people that are just like, yeah. oh cool, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So they're okay, literally like, everywhere. Yeah. I love great. it. That was so good. Lifesaver. <laughs> yeah. Uh that that I like a lot. Um I also will fuck up like any like stuffed crust type pizza. Same. Cause yeah. I, but I have to have the sauce. I have to have marinara sauce with it. Well, yeah, because um, they just put a full whole goddamn cheese stick yeah, in the crust. Yeah. So you just got to fuck it, bro. You need some. I don't, I don't need sauce just, for that. It's dry. It's dry sometimes. So with the bread. So um, yeah, those, those are my picks. <gasps> Welcome to Pizza Talk. I know. Great. We should. We should do this. We should do this again. In the Oops and heavy like, pizzas. Oops and heavy pizzas. <laughs> Oops and heavy pizzas. Fuck yes. Let's see. Uh, next question is from Mavs Network. Um, what's the difference between the KP we saw uh, last night against San Antonio versus the KP we've been seeing the rest of this year so far? Uh, I don't know. It's a good movement. Like prior to. Movement. Like basically prior to that game. Because like, the last couple of games, he's been like really good, actually. <laughs> Like, you know, um, I see it as um, him just being healthy. Um, honestly, like, so the back stiffness thing, I, I think you train, right? Just as someone that's, you know, played sports forever. Like you train and train and train, but nothing replicates like a training camp and actually starting to play in games and shit. I feel like it just, you know, your body sometimes just like, and I just think he, he really just locked up for a bit. And now he's like back to feeling loose and, 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 um, just fluid and able to move around the way he wants to and, and kind of be in a rhythm. So um, uh, it's been fun to see for sure. And maybe some confidence um, in the post specifically. 
that that was a big his shot selection. It's, I almost feel like he was coached up between the KP we saw against the Bulls and the KP we saw against the Spurs because something he was doing that he normally doesn't do, right? And and this is the difference between the Spurs game and shooting a bad 20-foot fadeaway over Alex Caruso and missing. If he didn't get a look he liked in the post, like if he wasn't deep enough in the post and he kind of dribbled and couldn't quite shake the defender or whatever, or somebody came in, he was passing out a lot. He's kicking the ball out, yeah. which was good. That was great. It's almost like they said, "Look, dude, your shot, your shot selection. If it were like, th- like if you would just kick that out and reset, we can get a better look. You know, you don't have to. I know, like, you want your looks, but what if you took your looks from, like, what if we get you in the same situation? You just find a way to like seal or or post up somewhere a little bit closer to them because his shot chart was literally threes." Or like ten feet in, it was fucking great. I think Kirk Searsface had tweeted out the shot chart a couple yes. of times. Like this is the yeah. ideal KP scenario. He's either within ten feet of the rim or right at the rim, or he's shooting threes. It was perfect. Yeah. But like if you saw yeah. if he posted if he posts up deeper, like free throw line in, that's an easy shot for him. He was hitting those, or he literally like he had some of the drop step, something he couldn't do last year. He drop stepped and almost got a dunk, but they fouled him. Like I he did not have that, the yeah. strength for that yeah. last season. So it was cool to see him like get physical with mismatches and actually like get at the rim. Like I don't know if they worked with them on that or not. It's like, look, you can do this. You're a strong guy, maybe. Or I don't know. It's like I get leverage is tough for someone like him because he's just so lanky. But like, it was different. It was very different because like he just he he was struggling attacking mismatches for yeah. parts of this season and last year. And a lot of that is just settling for deep ass twos that just aren't good shots. It doesn't seem super comfortable, but it just, yeah, I think shot selection and health for sure. And maybe being coached up a tad, that would be my observations and guesses. Yeah. I completely agree with all that. You actually said exactly what I was going to say about the, about the, <laughs> about, about the shooting. So that's perfect. Uh, do you got anything else to add, uh, Don? You can covered it. Cool. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, next question. Uh, so uh, we got a couple questions that say basically this. Um, so Juan, uh, who is actually, uh, he's one of our new contributors for FLs, asked this. Um, who else asked it? Uh, it looks like, I think, uh, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Engineer asked this. Um, and it just says Dwight Powell question. Oh, wait, and also uh, Caden um, also asked something about Dwight Powell. So uh, the first two ads just asked Dwight Powell question mark. The second, uh, Caden asked, uh, will we ever see the famous Dwight Powell pay, fuck, pay, uh, pump fake this season? So uh, Dwight Powell question mark. No idea. Uh, I've seen it like, once. I feel like, we, feel like we've seen it. Uh, yeah, I feel like we've seen it, it once. It sounds over the top. He did like a quick pump fake. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. he almost did the thing. He almost yeah. did the thing. Yeah, I think he's being a little more covert with it. I think he reads Twitter and is like, ah, you know what? Maybe I should not. Do maybe this. I do look silly. Yeah, maybe I do look silly. When it, he's, conserv- re- he's conserving Powell. Yeah, he's conserving Powell. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, will we see it in its full glory? I don't know yet. I don't know, man. I think I did notice though that he did play retired. Less, he he did play less minutes uh, last game. Like I think he played like seventeen minutes, something like that. So. You know, I feel like we're might be moving away from uh you know the thirty minutes a night Dwight Powell, <laughs> which might mean we see a cut, we see a shortage of these uh, pump fakes. I think he could be effective in a bench role at, at times. That's, he yeah, can. Yeah. He, he can. can. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so I listened to 
the Outsiders podcast, and Skin went on there the other day. And yeah. if you haven't heard this, guys, good, good absolutely please take an hour at work or whatever. If you're doing something, you want something in the background, and just listen to what these guys talk about. It's really good. Uh, Skin does a great job of putting a lot of things in perspective, uh, as do Bibbs and Reese. Those guys are cool as shit. You should be following this podcast anyway. Um, but he talked. Skin talked about Dwight Powell, and... Um, and I think a lot of people do forget this, and I think I'm guilty of this as well. And, you know, I troll about Powell a lot, just for the memes. But I've been doing that even when he was really good at being an elite rim roll. You know what I mean? It's just like, he's a meme for me. He's also a really good dude. But one thing people seem to forget, because everyone's like, Powell's contract. When Powell got paid, that was before his leg exploded. Um so it's both okay to acknowledge that Powell is a really good rim roller before that, but also that he probably shouldn't be the starting center anymore. He's just not as good after the Achilles because most mm. players are not. Yeah. That all said, like, you know, I may be guilty of being too mean to Powell on Twitter. Maybe a lot of us are, but like him playing 18 minutes off the bench or 15 minutes off the bench is ultimately a good thing for this basketball team. And I think everybody can see that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Just good stuff. And he is, at the end of the day, I mean, he is crucial to the locker room. So all the more reason to, like, put him in a role that makes sense. That way you still keep him around. I don't know. It's I'm sure it's tricky with the seniority thing, which shouldn't apply, like, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to win basketball games. But I think that's why it's a slow burn. We saw it last year. Powell started, struggled, went to the bench, then started in spot, like, matchups, or Mm -hmm. really got run if he was on a roll. But, like, it's just, he's not the same guy. A lot of people aren't. I just um, checked Dwight Powell so. played 16 minutes and was three from three from the field last game. So with three fouls. So I foul. You know, I mean, he just, Dwight he should foul. come off the bench, <laughs> but he's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you threw that in real but, quick. But <laughs> he's, he is, I don't know. He, I think he's important for the locker room. Uh, and, yeah. and you know, no, I get it. Skin, Skin was talking about if you've had a conversation with him or heard him speak, like you, he he is an absolutely essential dude for the locker room and just a good person. And we've known that. Um, it's just yeah, time to move away from. Yeah, I think yeah, starter let's, pal. Let's see. Uh, let Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Cher. Um, will Jason could ever notice every five minute rotate five man rotation that includes Dwight Powell, KP, Luca has a negative points rating. <laughs> and there are lineups that work. It's like using a cookie recipe that's too salty <laughs> and adding too much salt every time you make it. <laughs> There's a big enough sample not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I agree. Certainly <laughs> not hurting ours. We no, agree, not looking out. Yeah, no, we definitely uh, Well, in a tie into what we just were talking about, I, I think kids started to... I, I mean, it, it's materializing right in front of us. The fact that... I know the Spurs play small, so that probably had something to do with it. Yeah. But I think... Maybe I'd like to hope that we're learning something. Something Even about against ourselves. a small ball team, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, KP at the five is probably it, works. it looks like it a works. good thing. <laughs> I think the only scenario where you could start two bigs is if the other big is Maxi. Yeah, yeah. if I KP's totally out there. Yeah, because if, if it's a matter of we don't want KP bruising with the other team's five all game, then put Maxi on him. Yeah. Or just those guys that are interchangeable defensively at times in terms of like a rim protector role. Like I think yeah. Max is a little quicker, obviously, but like uh Kali Stein can't do it. Yeah. 
He was better on defense uh, against the Spurs, but I, I don't know what the fuck he's doing 98% of the time this year. And that's down from 50%. Like, it's gotten yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a half the time thing. Like, I don't know what Willie's doing, but, but man, that times he looks great. <laughs> but that 2% <laughs> but then, of the time, man, it's, it's, you know, he looks like fucking. 2% know, of cream. the time, it works. <laughs> yeah. None of the time. 100%. Of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything, you got anything to add there, uh, Don? I think y'all covered it. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. It just yeah. Don, I, you, I, Don, you're taking my approach to the question. <laughs> I love I I, lo- I love the cookie analogy though, because salty I've cookie. Because I've done that before on accident, and I was like, "What the fuck did I do?" <laughs> like, can that be Dwight Powell's new niche? The salty cookie. The salty, salty cookie. Cookie. Uh, salty cookie. Let's run it on Twitter. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Uh, salty next, cookie Powell, man. <laughs> next question comes from uh, Squish Forty One. Okay, okay, first question. If carrots got you drunk, would rabbits be fucked up? I think the transitive property would be yes. Is this, I can't a, imagine. Is, is this a Mitch Hedberg joke? It absolutely was a Mitch is, Hedberg joke. I was like, my brain was like, and also I was like, wait, because I was looking at it, and I was like, wait, what the fuck, dude? Like, I but no, really answer before. the question. It's really important. No. No. Rabbits wouldn't be fucked up if carrots so. got you drunk. No. I don't think so. Bugs Bunny wouldn't be shithouse every Looney Tunes episode. He is shithouse every episode. It would, it would be a, like, True. I don't think he would be, his, his schemes would be nearly as clever. They'd just be him fighting Elmer Fudd in a parking lot. <laughs> a he's, not gonna go through it, he's not going to be like putting on a dress. Like, or if he does, it's like the makeup's all smeared. He just looks like he just got out of a garbage can. That's Bat fight. <laughs> Anyone can win. All right, let's see. Next question. If it was Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, in his okay. non sequitur one liners. He's just God, randomly like, if so carrots got you drunk, rabbits would be fucked up. <laughs> God, he was God, he's just he's so good at that. He just yeah. says shit. He'll I know talking about that and then just randomly like, what's the other one he just says at him? He's like, I've always wanted to have a suitcase or a briefcase handcuffed to my wrist. <laughs> and it just keeps going on a totally yeah. unrelated topic. Like, yeah, dude. Oh, he was so good at that shit. Anyway. Um He was the Jim Morrison of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate turtlenecks because always makes me feel like I'm being strangled by a really weak guy. <laughs> that was my favorite it. joke he ever did. Oh, God. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from... Oh, I don't know. This might be a KP burner, actually. Um, Pristops Corzingas asks, um, why is Christops not the Mavs' number one option? Um, um, because Luca, Jalen, sometimes Tim... And Frank exists. I would really, the, <laughs> really, it's the first one. Yeah, yeah, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank has been the key ingredient to this he, team. He's the French nucleus to this entire entire process. operation. <laughs> no, really, it's because it's because Luca. Luca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luculus. There aren't a lot of people you could point at and be like they're on Luca's level. Yeah, no, no. that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Next- yeah. Nuclear warhead, nuclear Luke, Luke war. Luke, yeah, Nuka Doncic, Nuka Doncic. Yeah, that, that that makes it sound like we're firing rockets at him. When he when he when he when he goes for uh when he goes for fifty, I'll yeah. tweet that out. Finally, but, wow, seriously, uh, I'll steal see. my joke. Too late. I did it. So you get nope. to it first. It's already in the drafts. So you get to it first on Monday. I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna tweet it when he's at 48 and the ball's 48. in midair. 
and then it doesn't and then go if in. If the show doesn't go in, I'll just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Lou. Can't touch this. Um, asks, uh, simulate the next five games. So let's see what's the next five games. Let's see. Denver. Uh, oh, I, I can think of, I could see us winning against Denver after. I think I wonder how much the fight has been kind of a disruptor of the 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 flow oh, of Denver. Yeah. Oh, that fight against uh, the Heat. Uh, yeah, which was which like is, the dumbest thing ever. I so hated that that was. Yeah. I hated that that was a talking point. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it on the show. It's just like yeah, okay. like Morris brother pushed him and then he pushed back and then apparently he's got a force of mm-hmm. like nine Ser- Serbian horses that just like <laughs> destroyed his vertebrae from it's like, God damn it. It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> was his retaliation too hard? The, the uh, only thing I'll say is neither guy was right, but Jokic wasn't wrong. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I totally there get you that. go. Uh, let's see. So it's nuggets, Suns, Suns, Clippers, Clippers. Uh, I can see. I'm going to say, two. I'd say like three and two. Yeah. Two and three. Yeah. I think we split that. I think yeah. it's three and two, but I'm going to tell you what I think. I think we beat Denver. I think we lose to Phoenix twice, and I think we beat the Clippers twice. Oh. I don't know, man. I think, like, I think Paul George is, like, on an absolute next level this year. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That, yeah. That's the only thing. I was like, that is, he is on fire. But um, I, I just, Luca, Luca sees the Clippers and. Yeah. Sees red, and they don't have Kawhi to troll. <laughs> and blue, they don't have Kawhi to troll his Herculean efforts this time. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure KP wants a crack at that too. I don't know. That's Probably. what I think. I'd I be think, shocked yeah. if we win a game in Phoenix. I don't know. They just have our number. It's weird. two, three, three, and two. I think it's a, it's a safe bet. I think one of the yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Phoenix will be annoying for us so long as that little shit Chris Paul is there. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Jesus. God damn. I, I respect Chris Paul now, but God yeah. damn it. He's good yeah. and he there, torches yeah. us. Isn't it weird after teams lose? So does Booker. God. Isn't, isn't it weird when teams left that Rockets team or when players left that Rockets team? It was like, oh, this guy's actually not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, I actually like, like Harden now. Like, you know, like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> um, it's kind of like. Kind of like how Houston kind of makes everything worse. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> They've won one poor, game. <laughs> poor Jalen Green. So so the for, the Mavericks for, lost for against... Win. Yes. Uh, the Mavericks lost against the Heat on my birthday. However, the Astros lost on my birthday. So I feel like it kind of canceled out. I was like, yeah, I could, t- I could take this. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Nick. Um, have you ever dreamed about being part of the Mavs roster? I had once dreamed about joining the practice squad with Kidd as the head coach, and it was a pretty wild dream. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> I, so. I think I've had a dream of like being... No, my dream that I think may even be more tangible than I'm giving it credit for, I want to be the guy that shoots the t-shirt cannon at the <laughs> North Carolina Center. <laughs> Or I will gladly do the T-shirt slingshot. Either one, I uh, that is something I just want to be a part of. What I what would be like the ultimate bronze medal of that dream would be someone that just throws a T-shirt into the crowd, which is cool. I would like that. I would like to do that at some point. But it's just not. It's just not shooting the T-shirt cannon. Yeah, I want to be Mavs man and shoot the teen. <laughs> no, I want to guest no. star as Mavs man. 
kicking it'll be like the the mask singer finale don becomes mavs man does a front flip duck on a trampoline shoots the t-shirt kicking you off this podcast it's it's weird how uh ruben's having a a mask singer themed wedding and don's gonna (laughs) no hell no he's fucking not Oh, pretty baby. <laughs> so I've never dreamed about being part of the mouse roster, uh, whether like, you know, literally or uh, figuratively. Uh, the reason being is because mouse Twitter is very toxic. <laughs> For the, no, I was playing. No, but really, no, I, I, it's too much pressure. I didn't want, I just, I just like being a lazy slob on my couch doing podcasts. So, yeah. Dream what about being you? On the roster, like the team or just yes, generally? On the roster. I mean, when I was a kid, I would have. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I mean, what do you what what are you gonna say? No. Have you ever physically dreamed of being on the roster? Like, physically, there have been like, ever, like, like are we taking this sleep? literally? Have you ever gone to sleep and had a dream that dream that you were on the roster somehow? Uh, I think maybe once back when we had Nash and Dirk for sure. Like way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, like vaguely like I remember I had some Nash Dirk basketball dreams for sure. I, do, I did have a dream when I was like nine that I was on the Rangers, the Texas Rangers. That was about it, though. I definitely had dreams about being on the Cowboys, but I, <laughs> didn't, I played football forever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Jay. Um, what do the Mavs do? <laughs> no, not my son. What do the Mavs do with Jalen Brunson now that he's getting better and better? Would you risk losing him in free agency? What's the maximum Mavs can offer him next season? Um, that last question, I have no idea. That's a question for Mavs CBA. I would bug him about that. <laughs> Sign Jalen to a big contract, then trade him mid-game to the Sacramento Kings. No, not do it. Please don't fucking do it again. God, that was so bad. Oh, God. No, I'm joking. Uh, they need to pay him. Yeah, I think at this point, yeah. You, you fucked up by not you know having that last year on this contract. So just, you know. At, at also, some point. The team has to retain talent and stop dreaming about stealing it because that yeah. has not fucking worked. No, correct. We no. got rid of Curry twice. One. Curry yes. was on one of the best deals in the league and is an elite three-point shooter. Harrison Barnes is a good player, and if you don't want to feel sad, don't look at his stats this season. We could use that guy. Yeah. Got to pay the guy. Got to pay Jalen. Go ahead, Don. Sorry. No, it's all good. I think the other part is that the fact that he was a second rounder actually has something to do with like his like ability, like it, even his max deal, so to speak, isn't going to be like the the bank Back, destroyer, yeah. yeah, that you think it would be. There, I think there's something about that in his. I think there's some sort of clause with that. I may be speaking completely out of turn, but uh, that I believe that is the case. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Gabriel. <laughs> Why do people judge me when I say that center KP is better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Because <laughs> uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is like top ten of all time, <laughs> and yeah. uh, KP is not even like top twenty right now. I think. Oh, he's getting there, but he's also not quick. <laughs> KP was never an airplane, so yeah, you know, such a great scene too, dude. Yeah, like I knew that scene before I knew who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was, and I was like ten right. or eleven. And I was like, that's fucking amazing. So and I found out later he was a basketball player, and I was like, oh, this is even My better. dad says you don't try on defense. Well, if you're carrying Magic Johnson's ass around, you tell him to run up and down the court and hope to get the foul. It's so, uh, so fucking good, dude. I can God, think dude. of about 38,000 plus reasons why and maybe six championships. Yeah. Good call. 
best thing the best thing ever is that Kareem Abdul Jabbar is like an actual like really successful author and wrote um Sherlock Holmes books that mm-hmm. my fiance loves. <laughs> so so she knows him as like the author, not anything about basketball <laughs> whatsoever. So it's just great. That's <laughs> like, hilarious that you're yeah. <laughs> he was a brief Twitter nemesis when he said Dirk he was. was the one trick pony. He was, and then they did. Then they did the seventy-five year anniversary. Remember controlling uh, him on and off for like a yes. month and a half over that back in the day. And then they did the seventy-five year anniversary commercial together. <laughs> right, so and amazing. then taught Dirk the skyhook. Yes, yeah, so it's like while they bro, were chilling. That's so great. Re- yeah, it was endearing. I'm like, all right, Kareem, we're cool again. Definitely had to be like. I definitely was like the reason why you probably put them together is because of that. You know, that maybe great. the most iconic like headgear, like the bug-eyed goggles. Oh yeah, dude, so great. Like. Which God, any that's gear a, that's not in 2K in a proper way is disappointing. Is it not? I'm saying it, not. to wear my my career, like my player oh. can wear them. Oh, you can't wear Oh, that sucks. No, they have good goggles, but they're not like the, the good Korean the old goggles. School. The old school. You, oh, you man, have the, cool. They're just Damn. they're not getting them right. No, you, you like the, uh, is it not Grant? Okay, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, whoops. I for, So next question. Horace Grant. Horace Grant. Horace Grant. Uh, they got, yeah, they yeah, got Horace had, Grant style goggles in 2K. Those are great. I'm all about those. Cool. So next question, we a Dwight Powell question. Just you know, it's it slipped through the cracks. <laughs> Alex Alex asks, uh, "Is Dwight Powell helping or affecting the affecting the Mavs?" Uh, I wouldn't I say helping they, so much. Yeah. At least like, right now, in his they need to find role. a different role for him. I think. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Um, I I think he does. I mean, he he brings the Dwight Powell things that you can expect, which is energy. good energy. Yeah. Hustle and every now and then the energy and hustle does pay off. Like he's been blocking some shots. He does try to rotate well and defend well, but he is stretched too thin as a starting center, especially a a starting center uh, (laughs) post Achilles tear, even a couple of years removed. He's just not the same. I'm saying give his ass 10 to 15 minutes a game, bro. That's, you know, that's because the problem. So the, the, the pal problem, right. Um, is 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 the pal problem. That doesn't. The, the doesn't work. The, pro, that doesn't, the, that, that, the prowl. Yeah, the prowl one. The prowl. I don't know. <laughs> so, the Dwight Mayor. Um, Thank you. Defensively, defensively, he's always been a saloon door. He has always been a wacky, inflatable, flailing arm, fucking tube man, or whatever it's called. Offensively, he, he he again. He just he's he doesn't have the same bounce. He's not the same threat. Teams just aren't respecting that as much as they used to. And I just yeah, he would kick so much ass, bringing that energy and that hustle off the bench. Yeah. So, yeah, feel that he's not he's hurting us because he's stretched too thin for what he is now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess would yeah. be my answer to that. Guy can add on. Um, Dwight Mayer on Elm Street. <laughs> it's so unfortunate that Dwight Mayer was already taken for like the shit that happened with uh Dwight Howard. Dwight back Howard in yeah. Cause I can't I can't like I can't separate like that term. Like with, there's like, multiple Dwight Mayer on Elm Street movies. Yeah, there there's Wes Craven's new Dwight Mayer. That would be like this one. <laughs> uh, However, I do Dwight like Dwight- Oh yeah, the Powell starting center situation is the Dwight Mayer before Christmas. Damn it. Oh, that's a good one. To it. Fuck! Should that should that should be today's title? What was on his box score? Zero. <laughs> should that be the title for today? I don't know. Yeah, I've been thinking about Christmas. I've been thinking about Powell like 
just because y'all have been talking about Powell. Like on body morphing Power Rangers. That's a good one. I think that's that one's that's that's going for it. That's... Let's see. Um, next question comes from Mouse McGee. Um, why do we why do we keep believing in KP when we know his body couldn't survive a championship run? We don't know that yet. Yeah, we don't so know far, so, so so far, yes, the tea leaves point yeah. that direction. But let's just enjoy the good games he has while we're having him. Um, yeah. yeah, listen, like the, I think... the, the Chicago Cubs won a World Series, right? Anything can happen. Yeah, my my thought with this is that, um, I think it's in, it's in my nature. I think it's a lot of humans' nature to be like, hey, like we want the best for the people who like, you know, who play sports for us basically you know um even if like they frustrate the shit out of us you know that's just part of being a fan um does he frustrate me absolutely when he's not playing like what like four games in a row because of back tightness and stuff like that um am i really excited whenever he does something really awesome like hit a fucking 40 foot three-pointer to to end a half yes like you know um i mean i just want to see him do well you know he's on he's on our team like I'm never going to actively be rooting against our team, even when we were tanking, you know, like I was never like, Oh yes, I'm so excited to see like, you know, the rockets kill us by 40, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like I just think it's our human nature to like want the best for these guys. So that's what I, you know, and it's true, like we haven't seen him in a championship run. We haven't had a championship run yet. Right. Know? We, well, we just haven't, we haven't seen the other side of the first round yet. So yeah, let's start there. And yeah. yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And it is, I mean, like you said, it's frustrating when, when someone sits out for a while with back Titans, but like, it's just the deal with him. Like we know, we know what he is, but we also know what he can be. And what, what I want as a fan is the best KP that we can have. And if that means he has to rest for a few games at a time. Okay. Yeah. If in the long haul, it makes him hold up longer. And yeah, we we just don't know. But like, uh, you just again, if they're wearing a Mavs jersey, I'm gonna root for them, even if it's frustrating. Whatever. Like again, joke about Powell. I joke about KP. I joke about all kinds of players. Like, ultimately, we want our guys to win. We want the best for them. And uh, you know, and you know, you think we want to win? Those guys want to win more than you do. Porzingis yeah. wants to win. He wants to hold up for a long championship run. So I guess wait and see. But yeah, it's just, I, I get the, the frustration, but I, I can't watch, I guess, this guy play and just assume the worst is going to happen all the time. I, I'm going to root for him and hopefully he holds up this time, you know? Like he yeah. was doing good things in the playoffs in the bubble. Then the meniscus yeah. happened. I mean, this is a guy that dropped 38 points on a bum knee. <laughs> he didn't yeah, know it was as bad as yeah. it was. Yeah. So, you know, we could still see some... You know, maybe he'll have a stretch of crazy good luck. I'm gonna knock on wood, but you know, it's just like we don't know yet. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Let's see if this, yeah. the, the team can in, just even sustain a run in the playoffs. That's that's the first step. Yeah, you got anything to add, Don? I think you guys covered it. <laughs> cool. Um, Savage Central, which, who has the most uh, questionable uh, Luca avatar ever, um, asks. Uh, his Porzingis the greatest big to ever exist. And sure. I think this is immediately after the, you know, the, the San Antonio game. <laughs> um, he could get there. Everybody's potential. He is Not. the best seven foot three Latvian big to ever exist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Take that Bertons. Yeah. Fuck you, Bertons. In your face, Berton. <laughs> if you come over here, I'll take it back. But anyway, <laughs> let's see. Um, last question. 
um, is from Joe, who's at is Diggs, uh, Trevon Diggs, uh, for defensive player of the year. I agree. <laughs> um, his question is, uh, eight Porzingis's question mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. You just said Porzingis eight times in question. So this, oh, Porzingis, Porzingis, Porzingis is the Porzingis question? Porzingis. Yes. It's just like one of those things where like you can say the whole word, like it's like the longest word you can say. We're just saying a single word and it still makes sense in English. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Porzingis is, you know, I hope he does really well. You know, it'd be good for, uh, good for the team. Good for him. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. We got, we have, uh, we have a crazy run coming up, so we'll see. And I did want to let you guys know that next week, uh, actually, Probably today, actually, I will be putting up another question thread um, because me and my fiance are getting married on Saturday, and um, I think both of these gentlemen are going to be there. Yes. So it is. So we're not going to want to record. I'm not going to want to yes. record no. on Sunday. So I'm basically we're recording something. Me and my fiance are going to record something soon this week, and then that will be just be the podcast for next week. So, um, but yeah, those are all the questions. So that was it. Righteous. Guys, thank you so much for sending in those questions. Uh, we appreciate all the banter that you guys supply us uh, on Mavs Twitter. We're going to be sailing through the seas of uh, terrible and awesome Mavs takes uh, the rest of the season. Uh, you can always submit questions. Usually uh, follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. He usually posts the question uh, usually like week of, week before. Like no. the day before. Day like, before. So yeah, yeah, so check this out on Saturdays. Uh, follow at Reddit Mavericks. Uh, another great follow for uh, during the game is at Squish41, Mr. Redacted. Um, he is one of the funnier people I know, um, and I know a lot of funny people. Uh, and if you want unfunny people, you can follow me at Don underscore Denim for no, all no, your hold dad on, pun. Don is funny. <laughs> hold on, you're funny. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You're fucking Don is funny. hilarious. Thank yeah, you, you fucking you. are. I, just I've out. actually. I'm just not on Twitter enough. That's really yeah. a problem. Uh, however, I did like score amazing numbers just saying, hey, everyone did a good job on the city jerseys and that blew up. Let's say like 500 likes on it. Um, anyways, so um, <laughs> hey, listen, that's a that's a lot for me. All right, guys. Um, anyways, we greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, we do have some new writers that are writing great stuff for MFFLs.com. So follow yes. us there. Yes. Um, uh, definitely shout out uh, Juan. Um, shout out Wyatt. And shout out Josh. Those are the three guys that are going to be writing for us a little bit more this year. So, well, welcome guys. We're happy to have y'all. So, uh, for uh, Ruben for Squish, uh, I've been Don Denham. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys. Goodbye forever. Just kidding. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'll see you soon. And by that, I mean, you'll hear me maybe. Leave so, me alone.